Uh, welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your Zahar and Lucas. We're back. Um, the Leafs played two games while they usually play like three three games when between us recording. Um, and they had like a week break. So between that, Didn't that, that break we just, felt so long. It felt so long. And like it was like four, it was like four games. I think someone someone, you know that but, uh, that Titanic meme, that Titanic meme that everyone sends out where it's like it's been 84 years. Someone yeah. was like <laughs> It was like these four days, and it's like it's been eighty-four years. Yeah, I felt so long. Yeah, but then seeing them, seeing um, them yesterday, it just it felt great to watch hockey again. Hockey yeah, um, I think it was a like it was nice to have the break because it was just it was just after one after the other, one after the other, and like with the podcast too, like we had to keep we had to keep it up because if we'd stop for a couple of days, we'd miss just too much to have a podcast with. Mm-hmm. So it just, it was just been chaotic. And like, we were both also in school. So like that just been like, it's just been so chaotic lately, but it's, it's good. Yeah. So stuff's happening and it's good. And it's, uh, it's to keep us occupied. You guys yeah, stay occupied. Keeping during, us occupied. Uh, during COVID. Yeah. Um, I have, we have a lot of stuff to get to. So, um, Let's talk about uh, the Canucks game last night. We'll talk about the Oilers game from like a week ago or so, and then we'll go from there. Um, Vancouver, we uh, about a Toronto, week ago, week ago. Okay. T- Toronto beats Vancouver last night, seven three, and then we lose to uh, the Oilers. Um, sorry, what was the score? It was fourth. I think it was four three in overtime. Four three. Yeah, we lost four uh, three in overtime. So. What do you take away from the from the Vancouver game, and um, h- how do you see it? Or h- how did you see it? How did you like it? Spezza got a hat trick. Matthew got two. Uh, Hyman scored one. Uh, no, not Hyman. Oh, uh, sorry. Tavares scored one. Um, Marner had four points. Matthews had four points. Um, what are four points? Um, Jesus. Yeah um so okay i I literally looked this up so you know how mitch mitch and mitch and mcdavid have been like one two sort of all all season with uh uh in total points i just looked this up mcdavid and dry style have 24 and 20 22 points and then marner has 17 yeah that's fucking crazy yes but that's like after last night before that the closest person was patrick patrick bergeron with like 15 Mm-hmm. So the night before, when I was doing my research, I have like I have it in a notes. I was, I wanted to talk about how, um, just absolutely destroying in this division, and they're on pace for like a hundred something points in a fifty-two well, uh, both game of them? season. Both I of them. I think so. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's crazy. So okay, if we're gonna talk about the, if we're gonna talk about the Vancouver game, I have something really funny that I have to say. Okay, sorry, I have to correct myself because Mitch Marner had yes, three yes. points, Nylander had three points, Spezza had three points, and then Boyle, Boyd, Matthews, Muzzin, and Riley all had two points. So everyone had lost points, well, a lot of points. Last Boyd's, night, and yeah, Boyd's, Boyd. played, Boyd's only played like four games today. I think he's got a point in every game. Like he's played yeah. surprisingly well. Good, good um, I loved the third line, a uh, fourth line, sorry. I think that's the. Okay. If, when did Nick Patan? When did Nick Patan decide to like, just give a little finger to all of his detractors? Because for so long, for so long, people have tried to defend him. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's frozen. Uh, so for so long, people have like wanted to defend him and like. Yeah, 
It's everyone was defending him. So everyone was trying to defend him. And um, like uh, Babcock, they had that one game versus, I don't know who, I think the Oilers, where he just did not play well. And then he just benched him for the rest of the season. Like he didn't even try to get him back on the team. And he came, Nick Patan came out flying. He looked really well, really good. Um, And I kind of want to see this third, uh, the fourth line again, because if this is if this is gonna be our fourth line, it's gonna be great. Like this is gonna be fun to watch. Because this fourth line, have... this fourth line looks great. Like it just it looks really good. Yeah. And good on Nick Patan. I've I've been critical of him. I really have been because I always thought that everyone, everyone's been like, give this kid a shot, give this guy a shot, give this guy a shot. He was given a shot and what and wasn't coming through most of the time. Most of the time when Nick Patan's on the ice, it's just like he's not generating anything. Yeah. But to, but today that pass to Jason Spezza for his second goal just that that looked that looked like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews in a way. Yeah. yeah. Just like across the ice, saucer pass, beautiful on the stick. Can I say something that's going to make me look terrible? What? So the Leafs get a power and the second unit's on the ice. Yeah. I literally say out loud to myself, why is Jason Spets on the power play and why is he getting so many minutes? Because he's a good player. And, and what does he fucking do in this game? What does he decide Patrick, to do? Patrick, baby. Patrick, and that third goal looked like he was... 25. Yeah, that was great. And, and his prime in his prime of the Ottawa Senators. Dangles. Like Dangles. Geez, um, I, I can't remember. I can't remember the defender's name. Uh, but he's still looking for his jock, jock strap. Uh, I think it was Quinn Hughes. No, it wasn't Quinn Hughes that he dangled, but no. like he's still looking for his jock strap, whoever it was. Yeah. And uh Thatcher Debco, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, dude. Like, like uh yeah, this that's, happened. That's not good enough. Uh, this happened like last time Vancouver came to Toronto. They just got destroyed. So I mean, this and this time was worse. Matthew yeah, scored. Worse. Matthew scored his scored the first goal, and it was identical to a goal he scored last year against Thatcher Demko as well. Yeah, that was pretty funny though to see. But like, no, it wasn't last year like over the shoulder, and now it was between the uh, between the legs. No, last year was that stupid goal where he scored like, where like he shot it from like. He shot it rushing in, and it went through the 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 tiniest of true, slivers true. between like his toe and his heel, and it went and it went in somehow oh, because true. he's Austin because he's Austin Matthews, and he went Terminator mode. It was just like I see it opening, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it was uh, it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, what else? So uh, Marner decided to out of nowhere just throw a throw a no look past Austin Matthews with a wide open net because because Mitch Marner, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Nylander with a great pass to Javaris on that goal. Um, like, I think I our guess... offense needed this. Oh, definitely. I, I think, think they the needed first, this. It was the first game. The first game we won by more than one goal. Yeah. So I think I think our offense needed it. Um, because like recently they haven't been s- scoring like they did like last like the last couple of years, where it's just seven six or like. Seven five and stuff like that. So it was nice to see low scoring games where they hold on to the lead, which I think they they had to like learn how to do that. And I don't know if oh, it's can I say it's about time they learn how to hold on to a yeah, lead. They they Come probably on. should have done that. But it's also like the standard of the league is like our of our divisions relatively low. So 
I don't know how well, much that is. I don't, but... know, I don't know how you could say that to the first place Toronto Maple Leafs in the NHL. Yeah, it's like it's two two ter- Canadian teams and then it's just like everyone else. And you know, like the teams in our division aren't even that bad. Like Ottawa, like just is trash, but uh, but every other team is like kind of in the middle of like the entire like uh They're not what who's not Ottawa? No, yeah, I know what I meant is like uh, teams other than Ottawa, they're not bad. Ottawa's the only one that's actual like trash. That's actually yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, but we have two more games versus Vancouver Canucks, which is gonna be fun to see because if this is gonna go this way, um, more goals and more points, and we might be able to catch up to McDavid. Sure, sure. Let's let's hope that. Sure. But no, like Ottawa's the only team that's terrible, and yeah. I think. I think what's going to happen, and I was saying this to my to my dad yesterday, Montreal and the Leafs, like the, ha- the Habs and Leafs will be 1-2. I don't really know. Uh, we'll, we'll see by the end of the year who's going to be 1-2. and two. It's really uh, only good. And it's then the rest be- of those four teams, other than Ottawa, they're just going to have to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. So, like, from the, from the way that Vancouver, like, Ottawa, uh, Ottawa won yesterday against Montreal. That's the only reason we're in the league, which is, like, the only teams that lost to the worst team in this division are the two best teams, which is hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Um, but it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because Ow. I think what? So back to where we were, Luke yeah, is disconnected. I a, so yeah. I have, I have an unfortunate. F- okay. Yeah, no, it's a thing. What I was saying is that, um, Ottawa is only beating the best teams in the division, and it's fantastic. So, yeah. It's hilarious. It's very funny. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, Oilers game. Do we want to talk about that disappointment? Or... Sorry about the weird like pauses or whatever because we're just trying my to get the internet. internet decided to just yeah my internet decided to just not work. Not work. So the senators, the there we go. That's it. Yeah. Um. Do we want to talk about the Oilers game? Three four. Are we losing overtime. Um. Well, it just just briefly because it kind of at the end of the day it doesn't really matter. But I think we have to give credit where credits due. Freddie Anderson stole us a point that game. Let's be honest. Yes. Defensively that... and just defensively, our team was just trash. They did nothing. Nothing good. They they just it was terrible to watch. You saw as like as they were like I don't know if it was like they were just tired and just like they're like okay finally we have a di- a break, so let's just like let's just not really try for the last game. Like you know the game before the also break, they're usually oh, sloppy. No one tries exactly. So I think it was kind of like that kind of mentality. So it's it's yeah it was we we got one point which allowed us to be in front of no, Montreal I think right Freddie, now I, freddie freddie saved the game because at the very very last second jake muzzin blows a tire uh and then uh josh archibald has a two-on-one and freddie saves it with yeah. like two seconds yeah. left that was crazy yeah. once yeah. once jake muzzin blew his tire i swear i like i was literally i literally was like <gasps> like i had a deep inhale because yeah. i i knew i knew something bad was gonna happen so 
my and my biggest my biggest pet peeve is when the Leafs allow goals either right after they score a goal or right at the end of a period. That's that's what happened. Th- that's what happened with the Vancouver game. Like we scored. Yeah, my dad both. and I. My dad were so upset. Yeah, we scored. Bo- like uh, it was like two uh, one, and then uh, and then we scored to make it three one, and then they scored, which yeah. kind of just yeah. Which, um, which but it that, sucks. It sucks the air out a little bit. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but and then the and then it was the first time we saw those jerseys. I thought I'd like them more. I wanted to like them. I did, but like it's the they're not the, the let they're not good. The gray. Uh, I was watching that yesterday. Like the, the re- gray uh, doesn't look good. Yeah, the gray on ice does not look good for some reason. Like even the Winnipeg Jets. And the, like and for some reason, you want to know why? Want to know why it doesn't look good? It's because the Leafs are not the blue and gray. They are the yeah. blue and white. Yeah. And also, Who like had the, this idea of gray. Yeah, the blue on blue, like the lettering terrible. on the blue thing, it looks terrible. And you can't. It it just looks like it's a blank jersey. It looks terrible. And like for some reason, just gray on ice doesn't look good. I don't know why. Like I was watching see, the. Event. I saw the I saw the Jets the Jets yesterday, and it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Like they weren't. Yeah, I'm not saying it is terrible. I'm just saying it it look it could look better when you choose a different color. And I just think the gray I wanted the is... Jets to. I don't want to. I don't want to complain too much because it doesn't matter. But I wanted the Jets to have um, because they had that logo that they have back in the WHA, uh, and then when they were in the NHL. But they they had like um a winter a winter classic kind of thing or uh I don't know a heritage classic. Uh, and they had a really cool jersey with that logo. I thought they would just go back to it, but they didn't, sadly. Yeah, I think I think I watched I watched the I saw photos of the LA Kings in their in their retro jerseys. They They're look good. Beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of funny because they have like the L- Lakers like colors on them, which is kind of funny, and it's just like kind of it looks kind of right. odd, but it looks good. So yeah, it's 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 fun to see that, but. Just, 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 just use I the same. Think, I didn't think the Leafs. The Leafs one looks bad. Like, just use the same pats as your retro. Like, that's that's it. That's all. Just we'll we'll just, see them eventually. We'll see the the same pats. Yeah. Those, those things are yeah. sexy. Those things are yeah. sexy. Either the same pats or just go like white and blue. Just don't 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 mix. Just don't just do like what Detroit did. Just just put the just slam the logo that we have on now and just make it different color, a uh, different color like thing, and then call it a day. I want to talk about a team that is barely an NHL team. It's the Detroit. Red Detroit, Wings. yeah, they, they are not very good. But like, like I don't I, think I saw that. Go... Uh, I saw that Tampa was up like uh, three nothing on them in the first five minutes of a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> if so they don't sorry. sign, like, if they don't like have any good goaltending, they have nothing. In goaltending wise, stat uh, Jonathan Bernie is the only player to win uh, to win a game in like the last two years. Something something stupid like that. Wasn't it like the last two hundred fifty days or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was it was two. So it was, yeah. So so yeah, it's been almost a year where someone <laughs> where someone other than Jonathan Bernie has won a game for the for the Detroit Red Wings. That team yeah. sucks. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they're they, very bad. They are. They are a very bad team. Um. I, I want to I want to ask you something. I want you to play a little guessing game with me. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna describe I'm gonna describe a player. Um, I have one goal and two assists in nine games, and I play for the New Jersey Devils. I was recently traded from the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
Two and oh, Janssen. Correct. I another player. I'm going. To, and now here's another player. I have three goals. I play for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and last year I played for the New Jersey Devils. Who am I? VC? No, not VC. Wait, what? Who? Wait, who's on our team that played on the Devils? And three, two, Boys? one. Wayne Simmons. Oh, he played. No, he was like I remember him from Buffalo. That's that's why I was confused. He played the majority of the year. He played the majority of the year last year for the Devils and played like two yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Two games yeah. with the Sabers. Yeah. I look at that and think, I don't know if New Jersey's just that bad, or did, or is Andreas Janssen maybe just like. Is it too early to say that he's just kind of been a bit of a disappointment in New Jersey already? He's playing with Jack Hughes. They played nine games and they... Okay, like... so... New Jersey is terrible. Like, new, like I, I I, was thinking about, like... I was listening to, like, a lot about, like, uh, the Penguins and, like, uh, I've been listening to more and more, like, hockey podcasts. And they were talking about, like... They all were talking about, like, Sidney Crosby and Malkin or whatever. And no one mentioning like Kapanen, like so. What is Cat like? What does he do? Like, is he doing anything? Like, I don't know his stats or anything. But like, uh, here I'll search just, it. Just find it on like NHL.com probably or HockeyDB. I I saw I saw a game recently. I think I want to say it was either like Penguins or Capitals or Penguins or Bruins, something like that. And Kapanen was on the ice. I'm che- I'm cheering for Kapanen just as a as a fan of the Leafs. I want I want players. I want players who didn't work out in Toronto to go play to go play well. That's why when the Leafs were so bad, usually the cup final had at least one player on it that was on the Leafs. Okay, he's not like he's not terrible. Like he has he has five points in seven games. That's not terrible. That's 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 respectable. Like that's yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. But but I uh, what what are like goals and assists like? How many two goals, how many two goals, three assists. Two goals, three assists. Like that's that's not bad. Um, I I'm a little shocked that he has more more assists than goals. Uh, because he because he wasn't he wasn't known as a, as a passer, I guess. But actually, last uh, year, he's... yeah, it was last year. He had more. Oh, really? Uh, more assists than goals, and then the year before that, he had more goals than assists. He had 20 goals. Yeah, well, that's why he was playing because he was playing with Matthews for most of the season. Yeah. Um. I, I, I want him to succeed, and you're playing with Crosby and Malkin. You better do it. And I, I think t- two goals, three assists. That's not, that's not terrible. But it's not, yeah, that's I, not terrible. what I expected, what I expected from Kasperi Kapanen is what I expected from like Connor Sheary when he played when he played with the Penguins when they won the cup. It yeah. was, it was. I'm playing, I'm playing with with uh, Sidney Crosby, and he's gonna make me a mil- he's gonna make me a multi millionaire because I'm gonna stand next to the net and and tap the puck in when when Sid tells me to get open. Yeah. I expected I expected him to be sort of like that, and that's what I meant about uh, I cheer for I cheer for teams where they have a former Leaf on it. Like yeah. I was cheering I was cheering for the Penguins for Phil Kessel, like, and I was cheering for, um, uh, I was cheering for the Blues for Tyler Bozak, like, and a little part of me was cheering for the Lightning because I wanted Luke Shen and Curtis McElhinney to yeah. to get one, but. I, I like, and I want, I want these players to succeed, and I, I you know, it sucks it didn't work yeah. out, but you know, clearly, can I not say that clearly, this team is performing so much better without them than I'd say they would with them. Um, I don't know. I think it's still early to talk about that, like that, like that, 
like that kind of stuff about how like if we're performing better with them than without them or sorry without them than we are with them um but like the issue was with both of them Janssen and Kasperi Kapanen was that they didn't perform in the playoffs they they didn't like they didn't put up points they weren't the extra like uh bottom six that we needed for us to like get over like and then be able to score more goals because all our, all our top guys perform in the playoffs every year. It's the bottom pair, uh, bottom like six guys that aren't helping, that didn't help the team. And if, I don't know, if these lines stay together like they were last night, I'm still worried about the Kerfoot line. I think they should be like scoring at least some goals. They haven't been scoring. There have been can a Mikhaev lot of... get a freaking goal, please? Yeah, Mikhaev like, has you... had lots like, of chances. Uh... He has lots of good shots and stuff, but... Like, that's the only no no finish. This guy, oh yeah. Um. Also, like Kerfoot and who who else are they playing with? V- VC, I think. Uh, I I think VC's playing with with Kerf. Yeah. Um. And there's so, there's someone else that I can't that I can't remember at the moment. So like they have to start like putting pucks in the back of the net or start doing something because I'm starting to get worried about that third line. But yeah, it's it's. And also the cap hit for those two guys, and they're not—they weren't able to perform in top six. Um, oh yeah, that's that—that's that's that, that's really it. It's just that, the money, that, the that money was, aspect of it. If we had them at one and a half million each for like four years, then we would not be getting rid of them. It's just the cap hit and the twenty goal season for both of them that kind of screwed us, the Leafs, over just because of how much we had to pay them. And they couldn't perform in the top line. And good luck to them. Hopefully, New Jersey's not very good. That's probably why Janssen doesn't yeah, have that Pittsburgh, many points. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's always going to be good. Yeah. So hopefully um, those I was guys saying figure it this, out. Yeah, hopefully, ho- hopefully they figure it out. I think they will. They're capable NHL yeah. players. And New Jersey's, sadly, sadly, New Jersey's in a bit of a COVID situation. I don't know if we're going to talk about how it's yeah, we are. going, we're going through. Talk about that. Um, but I, I was saying this, uh, to another friend of mine, again, to make it, to make it about the Leafs. <laughs> Have you noticed TJ Brody, like at all in the defensive zone? Notice him as in like, oh, he did a very, very bad read or he did a very bad this or that. Cause I barely, I barely notice him when he's on the ice. Yes. Which that's what we want. No. <laughs> uh, do you want to know who I noticed every shift last last year? Morgan Riley. Oh, Cody. Uh, yeah. Well, you want to know why I noticed Morgan Riley? Because he was covering up for Cody Cece's fuck ups. I, no, I um, noticed I noticed Morgan Riley, but only in positive ways because I don't notice TJ Brody because he covers up all of Morgan Riley's mistakes. Um, I was listening to the Maple Leafs hot stove, and they were talking about how Morgan Riley does not didn't look very good uh it was the end the fir- after the first 10 games they were just like doing a review and they're like he they he hasn't looked like his like he, he his normal his, self. yeah his normal self or like that like i don't know remember how like they described it but like maybe um he wasn't like because they were talking about like how he skates and apparently he skates like a forward because he doesn't skate like a defenseman, which is like what? Um, which is because like people were literally saying, like, maybe we have too much defenseman. How about we put Morgan Riley at forward? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, they're not talking about that. They're talking about how 
when he's like going uh, skating backwards, oh, okay. or, or he's skating backwards, he skates like a forward. He skates on his heat uh, on his toes, but defensemen skate on their heels when they're going backwards and heels. like put their butt butt out and then like 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 go into like position yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't do that. And they were talking about how like what if he is the issue in his pairing. Um. If Morgan like, Riley is your issue on your, can I what? say that? If Morgan Riley's your issue, you're doing well. Yeah. Um. No, it was just like they were talking about like how he skated and like how he played in junior and like I, a bunch I of this kind of stuff. I think that's nitpicking personally. How he's doing in junior? Morgan Riley was a junior no, 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 hockey I, nine I'm not, years ago. Jesus, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm just. Ta- I'm just saying that they talked about it, and it was interesting to like how they like talked about how Morgan Riley like played in junior and then how he transitioned to the thing and how like you, you see his junior game in his NHL game. I'm not like, I'm not trying to like start an argument. I'm just saying like, I, was I know, I know. Podcast, so it was, it's no, I know. I, I know. I'm more arguing with the guys on Maple Leaf Hot Stove where, where like, yeah. I'm more arguing their point of like, Oh, how he do people forget that Morgan Riley was, uh, was drafted in 2012. A full pandemic ago and nine more years after that. Yeah. Or eight more years. Like yeah. it's it's like when Kadri got older, when Kadri was like was when we were like twenty everyone still thought he was eighteen. Yeah. Everyone still thought he was eighteen. It's like, no, he's not anymore. I think Morgan Riley's having a bit of that where it's like people still people still are trying to compare him to like when he was drafted. He was drafted by Brian Burke. I don't know if you yeah. know that. He only brings it up. Yeah, he only I do. brings yeah, it up yeah. every day. Yeah. He only brings it up every day. But, it's um, that and Bozak. Or no, it's Kadri, Riley, Kadri. and Bozak. Funny how he never talks about Tyler Biggs. Do you even know who Tyler yeah. Biggs is? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. And then who was that guy? God damn it, I forgot. Who was that guy that like had? had an he also never talks about Frederick Gauthier. Frederick Gauthier, and he had like, fuck. What was that guy's name? That like an they. Addiction? You just. I don't remember huh? him. What? I don't remember. He, don't he remember like loved addiction. to party and stuff, and. Like they just got oh. rid of him and never spoke of him again. Oh my god. Um jeez, I can't even I can't remember. I, I know some I know something about you. I can't I can't remember. I tr- I truly can't he, he, I truly was, can't remember, but so, something's ringing a bell, but I can't think he of played, it. He played with Phil Kessel and uh he played with Phil Kessel and Bozak, I think, on one line together. Well god like Lupul and Vang. It was Lupul and Van Riemsdyk. Okay, but they didn't draft. They didn't draft Lupul. He like he like traded for him. Yes, I know, but still, it was it was under Berkey, no? Oh no, like Lupul. Okay, if you want to talk about like, you know how like Austin's really getting into like you know fashion and he's doing like photo shoots and yeah. shit. Lupul was like the originator of like the hot leaf guy. Oh, yeah. every every girl, every girl in my elementary school, teachers included, Joffrey Lupul was the hottest guy in the world. That's that's who that's who he was. Oh oh it was oh he was hilarious. Oh it was so it was so good. He was he I I shit you not. I swear to you. I think he I think he posed like I think he did like a naked photo shoot for like Sports Illustrator. So I don't think it was I don't think it's Sports Illustrator, but some some sort of hockey magazine where I swear to you he he was doing a naked photo shoot. No, it's because like I try to do research about what happened to him, and there's really nothing. It's it's a it's a sad thing of what happened to him really. There's no like I I try to do research and there's nothing online that like talks about what actually happened and what like it just it got all like under the rug. All right, so here's what, here's the rug, 
and just so the real story how how it goes with Lupul, it's a bit of a sad story of like how the business works um so Lupul Lupul gets traded to the Leafs as a cap dump he wasn't even supposed to be like an actual player yeah oh yeah so he wasn't even supposed to be like an actual player but he he comes to the Leafs in 2011 plays with Phil Castle and they have this huge chemistry they play together for a bunch of years huge chemistry and then in the in the lockout shortened year, Lubel gets Lubel gets hurt by an accidental accidental slap shot from Dion Phaneuf that like Jesus. hit him in the wrist and broke his wrist. Fuck. And so when Lubel's when Lubel's out, uh, Kessel Kessel teams up with Bozak and JVR, and yeah. then for the rest of however many years, it's like Kessel Kessel Bozak JVR, yeah. all just all just playing together. And then Lubel's then relegated to play with Kadri, in Kadri's rookie year. And so Lupul keeps playing, keeps playing on these shitty, shitty Leaf teams. And then at the end of the Lupul, and Lupul constantly is getting hurt, constantly is getting hurt, constantly, constantly. And so at the beginning of the Matthews year, um, it was it was more of the it was more of the end of the 15-16 year where the Leafs ended up last and then Dot Matthews, where Lupul just Lupul just kind of stopped playing. Like they just they just said he was injured. And like they said he was injured. And then at the beginning of the Matthews year, they just threw him on LTIR with Nathan Horton, and that was it from there. And he clear and he clearly and he hate he was clearly like mad about it. There was yeah. an Instagram post a while ago where he was like, where he was still he was still being paid by the team. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing where it's like he clearly he clearly was not suitable and ready for for NHL player. Like his body just had taken too much. Yeah. But he still had his like I think it was his five two five million dollar cap hit. They put him on Roby Island with uh with Nathan Horton. Uh, and, was and then he had some he had some Instagram posts being like being like, Wow, I'm good uh it's like they don't want me now. And then for some reason Nazim Kasher decided to like and comment on the po- on the post. And that sparked the whole thing. And then just Lupo just kind of left from there. Yeah, wasn't it that like he wanted to come back, but the Leafs are like, No, we don't need you or whatever, or something like that. He wasn't. Uh, it was a combination of that, and also just his body was torn down. His yeah. body was really torn down from from injuries, and yeah, he true. he was not he was not NHL NHL caliber. He just true. wasn't. It's sad, true. but that he wasn't. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I like I tried to do research into it, and it's just like it's kind of just he just disappeared and out yeah, of sight because Lou Lamorella was the GM. Yeah. Want to know what happens? Want to know what happens to players? To players when Lou Lamorella sweeps them under the rug? You never know because it never happened in his eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so moving from the past to the present, and the COVID is going down going around the league like wildfire, which is sucks to see, but as long as it stays out of Canadian teams, I'm happy because everything's that's such going a bad way. Them. That's a really bad way yeah. of looking at it. Uh, Sabres head coach Ralph Kruger test positive for COVID-19. Um, uh, and then there's a bunch of new protocols. They got rid of the glass behind the benches to, to make more airflow. Uh, indicated it's considering to deploy portable air cleaners behind the benches to improve air quality um, with like f- filters to reduce the particle matter or whatever. Um, players and coaches are no longer permitted to arrive to the arena more than one hour and 45 minutes before puck drop. Uh, the exemption is for, uh, for receiving necessary treatments for injuries. 
all uh, all meetings, whether day, uh, game day or not, should be virtually conducted. Um, teams are being asked to, uh, to create or utilize uh, additional locker space for themselves and their opponents with the league looking for at least six feet between players at each stall. Uh, teams have one week to communicate their plans for accomplishing this. Uh, if necessary, portable stalls can be provided for the teams. So this is all just basically a bunch of baloney because the, the a bunch of baloney okay so this is what happened so the uh, buffalo sabers went to the national players uh national hockey league players association and said that they don't want to play the new jersey game because they're worried that new jersey has covid and i don't know how but they they had compl- worries about covid in the new jersey locker room and then nothing happened they play the game and then both teams everyone has covid ralph kruger there's a bunch of players like 19 players from like i think both teams are all on covid protocol or and just like a bunch of players just gone to covid protocol because of like after that game everyone just got covid so so they had to do something because they were warned by the buffalo sabers and then they didn't do anything and then they had covid and they got everyone it. got covid yeah so and now the players association is like okay so our solution to a team might have covid is get clean the air and move the glass from the benches so there's more air circulation so that the team if the team does come into contact it why doesn't they, why don't they the rapid test take 15 minutes. Can't they do that before aren't, they aren't, enter the arena? And then aren't rapid tests really hard to get though? Because I'm because that's what I've heard this entire time is that rapid tests are super hard to get up to get. I don't know. I, I don't know about the availability, but I think they're they have they get tested almost every day, no? They do, but I'm not sure if it's rapid tests or just regular testing. Sure. But then and then the regular testing gets it gets you know it's, it's like 24, 24 hours, hours or whatever, yeah. it takes it takes a full day and so you could get tested find out the next day that, that you tested positive and then everyone you interacted with ends up ends up on the on the protocol list. yeah that's so, why they have like 90 players on this protocol. okay so they have 90 positive positive cases so there's no uh, it's not 90 positive they're 90 in protocol yeah, so, it's not because they have 90 positive cases because they have 90, 90 players that have interacted with positive yeah. cases. So it's 99, actually. And the one thing, the oh, one shit. thing was that's... It just added, was it just added today? No, it's that, that's what I was uh, hearing yesterday when I was like reading and stuff. Uh, okay. Um, okay. And the one that is related to a Canadian team is Pierre-Luc Dubois. But he's, he's going and from... Realistically, like, that's not even... It, like, it doesn't even count he's because not a, yeah, it doesn't really count because he's literally going from America to Canada, so he's going to be in protocol for the next two weeks just because of Canadian uh, the government officials and stuff like that. So, um, if it's only if it's a hundred percent in America, I think there's an issue there. If ninety nine, if like realistically, if we're looking at it, it should be like 
uh, a fourth is in Canada, a fourth is in, and then it's in every other division. It's a fourth, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent in the states, and that's wild. And they have to like figure it out, and I don't know, tell the players to get their shit together because they're not gonna be able to finish the season. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's is, it's... is this just like obviously? I don't think there's any there's any. Uh, sorry, I don't. I don't think it's false for me to say that both, uh, both countries have handled the virus differently. I don't think it's false for me to say that one has definitely, um, Jesus, what? Uh, that I that one country has, you know, taken extreme precautions where the other one hasn't taken as extreme precautions, and I think that uh- you're really seeing that. I think you're really yeah. saying that and it's unfortunate, but it's, so, it's the truth. So when it comes to this, like I can't really, we can't really talk about country uh, when it comes to like the NHL. Um, I get what you're saying. And yes, they're, they're been handling, but then in the States, it's more of like state to state as how they've been handling it more That's, than yeah, like a nationwide yeah, right, right. did. So you can't really blame the entire country, but it's, I think you can, it's more, more about blaming the, players and the teams have not like having the players like under like under control and just sitting their asses down and not doing anything so that they could they could continue the se- the season but i think it just got out of hand and hopefully everyone is okay and everyone's recovering from it uh and they get come back and play so it's going to be interesting to see how buffalo it's buffalo avalanche the New Jersey Devils, a bunch of these teams postpone their games till like February 11th or something. So they're not going to be playing. And we'll see how the NHL reacts with um, rescheduling because I think the, la- the latest they want to do this is like August. Um, so they yeah, do yeah. have some runway where they can postpone games and move the games or take percentage into account or whatever. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. And yeah, uh, it's, I it's... I have a I have a quote from one Morgan Riley, and I think this really uh, some this, this is a really good one that I read yesterday. Uh, uh, Riley was talking about COVID yesterday. This is from Terry Koshan. Uh, We're very fortunate to be able to play hot. The least we could do is be cautious, abide by the rules. Anything else is unacceptable. Yeah, like. I That's, agree completely. It's I, like... That I think is that I think is the uh, the epitome of what we're all of what we're all thinking right now. We're yeah. See, uh, so someone was saying like, oh, you watch the NBA and you know you you definitely tell that they're not having fun. You definitely tell this. You definitely tell that. Can I, can I be honest? Who fucking who? There are people yeah. in this world who have gotten laid off from their from their life or from from their job or getting serb checks are uh, like are and we're, we're stuck in our houses and you get to play a game you get to play a game for your job and you get to and you get to play it and be and be a guiding light in in this in this world so if you want to complain then go go complain somewhere else i don't i'm sorry i don't have i don't have as much i want to have sympathy for people but i don't have sympathy for people who are just like these protocols are bullshit like like it's just so not so not fun you know what's what's the point yada 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 like you're a you're a multi-million dollar athlete and you're complaining and you're complaining about about um 
about protocols because we're trying to save your life. Yeah. We saw what happened to the National Women's Hockey League when you don't take COVID seriously. And apparently they were in a bubble, which they were in a bubble and it got and it got breached. Like looking back, I don't know how much of a bubble, uh, how much of a bubble they were in, but literally almost every team got COVID. The New York Rivets, Rivets, Riverettes, just left the t- entire tournament completely and then another team left so f- four out of the six um no two out of six teams left and after that it's it's c- kind of like and then a bunch of like other players got covid so like a- after two teams leave of a 16 six team league it doesn't really make sense for you to continue on and they shut that down it's for right now it's suspended so it could come back it's gonna be interesting to see if they do come back, but like the the. I, I hope it does. I was actually enjoying it. I saw I saw some of it. I saw some of it. I was enjoying it. it. I yeah. really was. True. I um, was really enjoying it. It was re- it was really good. And also, like you have to give the NHL credit for making two bubbles and not letting this happen, which is wild. Mm-hmm. And they they somehow do it. So I have to give cro- uh, props to the NHL for figuring it out and actually getting it done and yeah it's it sucks for and the, i think with... i think the reason i think the reason why the nhl was able to figure it out was because of their extraordinarily strict strict policies yeah players came out of it and you know complained that it was so subdued so, so like you know uh encapsulating it yada 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 and all and like all the fans and media kept talking about it but like Look at it from the NHL's perspective. They wanted to complete this season, and this was yeah. the only way that they could do it. And the only way that they're going to complete this season this year is if these players, um, is if these players abide by these rules and take these rules seriously. If yeah. you're gonna, and if you're gonna, and if you're gonna break them, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like. Uh, it's you gotta you gotta abide by these rules because it's the only it's the only way anything's gonna get done. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting how that like how that continues, and and and, sorry, the, can, and the Canadian division was a great idea. Like yeah, that's that's it, it was a, it was a great idea, and thank thank God we did it because not only has the hockey been great, but they've all there's only been like a couple instances. And they ended up being. There's only been like a couple minor scares, and they ended up being nothing. Yeah. Nothing yeah. at the end of the day. At the end of the day. So hopefully uh, everything goes well. We don't have COVID cases, but it's it, literally next week we could see like three teams have COVID. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully. See, okay, but then I but then I think then I think of the NFL and the NFL. I was so I was so skeptical going into the season how they just weren't I just thought they weren't gonna care and that yeah. they weren't gonna you know they they hit so many bumps there were so many rearranged games that probably shouldn't have happened like like the Steelers like the Steelers uh, game against the Ravens and Denver didn't yeah. play with a quarterback for one of the games but those those players decided to buy into this to this new world and when they had and they hit they hit a road bump. They hit they hit a road bump early in the season and they were able to get past it. I this is the NHL's first road bump. Show me show me that you can get past it. If you can get past this, they have to think, get past it. They, they have no choice. Get past this, they, they have no choice. You're right. 
But if you can get past this road bump, then then you learn from this and you keep going for the rest of the season and you hit that road bump and you and you get past it and you learn. Just from keep it. going, yeah. It's it's literally they just will do anything to get to the playoffs because the playoffs is where they make a lot of mo- a lot more money. And then in the playoffs, for the most part, they'll be on a like I think that they, they might try to do like a bubble for like for the teams in the playoffs, but it's I only gonna be might. for like what? What? Yeah, I'm saying I think they might they might do yeah. a bubble uh, do a bubble again. Yeah. No, and um yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes, but crap. I lost my well, I was gonna say something. Fuck. <laughs> um Okay, uh, we're back. No, no. Sorry, we were just cutting in and cutting out. So I had to pause the recording. Um, so yeah, so NHL. Hopefully, they get through this. Um, they're gonna have to either play the games or they're gonna just like do the like uh, like uh, winning percentage or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, they finish the game. If anything, they postpone it. And yeah. One more thing before I it, we're cutting in and cutting out, so I kind of want to just uh, like I don't want to like go too long because it's kind of bothering me. Um, do you want to talk about the projected twenty twenty two team for the Olympics? Okay, so Lucas cut out. We're not going to talk about the Olympic team because I guess that's we'll we'll leave it for another day. It's in 2022, so we don't have to worry about it. But Lucas wants to talk about um, the NFL and what's going okay. on there. So, oh, the Super Bowl is coming. Funny up. story. Yeah, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. Very very funny story that happened. So the NFL, I think, brought in a barber for to give give people haircuts, and they tested him. So they gave him the nose swap. And then after they gave him the nose swap, he goes and starts cutting people's hair. So he cuts people's hair. He's cutting people's hair. And then they find out as he's in the middle of cutting someone's hair that he tested Jesus. positive. And they take him and they take him out. And he was in the middle of cutting uh, the center of the Chiefs, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, one second. I'm trying to find my screenshot. And he and so the guy he was, this is his new profile picture. Jesus, that's hilarious! Couldn't they just shave so the rest of it? So for those for our listening audience, no, because that's get him out of there because he found out mid haircut that he tested positive for COVID. So, so for our listening audience, he literally cut half of half of his hair, and just the other half is just is just regular. So, yeah. so one half is bald and the other isn't. Like that's pretty funny. But that, but- Fun. now i'm so mad at the nfl because it's like how could you how could you test this guy and then just not knowing his results let him cut people's hair and now they have to go through all of these fucking protocols again with all the because he cut like five guys hair before he yeah. before he did this guy yeah now they got to go through all these and i think patrick mahomes was one of them i think patrick mahomes Jesus. was one of them and they have to go through all these protocols like everyone everyone was fine thankfully but like <laughs> yeah that's so that's that, that makes the NFL looks that makes the nfl look terrible it makes the NFL look terrible and good for them. 
So, uh, let's go Chiefs. Uh, fuck the Patriots and uh, Brady and the Buccaneers and everything they stand for because uh, they screwed over the Packers. All right, goodbye. I was literally going to ask. I was just about to ask who you wanted to win. And you just... I want to see a good game, but I want the Chiefs to win because I yeah, need, I want I need the Patrick Chiefs Mahomes to, win to be the new GOAT. I need yeah. Patrick Mahomes to be the new GOAT so I can actually uh, cheer for someone likable. Yeah. So, hopefully Chiefs win. Um Depending on how that uh, how to- Sunday goes, we'll probably have a podcast on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, we may or may not be upset at the NFL or the Leafs. Someone's gonna piss us off eventually. So, um, what are you talking about? The, the Leafs never make us mad. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music. Leave us a rating. Share share this podcast with someone. Put it on your um, story. Say this is the best podcast ever, and uh, just like Trevor did because he's a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and see you guys next week.